You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. And welcome to episode 60 of 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I am Joel. And I'm Josh. And preparing for this show, I wanted the experience to be authentic. So I went out there until a bigger kid beat me up and took my lunch money. (laughs) What's his name? I'll call his mother. (laughs) He was a cop. He claimed it was a civil asset forfeiture. (laughs) So he beat your asset up? I don't know why I felt (laughs) that. Eminent domain. Uh, in case you haven't figured it out, uh, this, th- this week's theme is uh, school lunch, or as I like to call it, electric lunch lady land, but only once. Lunch lady land. Yes, this week we're talking about uh, lunch when you were a kid, whether it be and grinders, movies in and a grinders. box, in a bag, or from a lady in a hairnet. Navy beans, navy beans. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, this is, <laughs> is going to continue, Pat. Gonna, maybe. Do you ha- yeah, that means yes. <laughs> Before we uh, move on to the uh, top of the show, let's talk a little bit about our friends and colleagues over at the Musings of a Geek podcast network. Yes, where they are up to 85 shows now. Really? No. (laughs) It just seems like it sometimes. Like every time you turn around, there's another another show. Uh, Well, we've got our favorites that we listen to. We've got the uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks and um, Who the What Now? And Culture Babble podcasts are some of the ones that I listen are, to. Are the shows mating with each other? Is that what's happening? That is like what's happening. If, if so, who do we get to mate with? <clears throat> um, unfortunately, they chose us for the history of bad ideas. Well, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a fair cop. Do, yeah. I, do I hate that or like that? <laughs> well, honestly, you, you will take anything you can get. So Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that on the network in the uh, Fantasy Football League, we're fourth place. Really? Yeah, I've been basically pawing at the keyboard for <laughs> seven weeks. I've been doing that for 30 years. The best offense is a good defense. So, yeah, currently uh, on that, uh, there's a a Pittsburgh nerd. It's weird because, like, most of the people didn't uh, take the opportunity to uh, pimp their shows besides us and uh, Team Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Oh. What's that from? And then, of course, uh, Beyonce Pad (laughs) Thai, I believe, uh, is the team for Culture Babble. What's our team's name again? Uh, just Team 40 Go 14. Oh, nice. Well, so, uh, just this last week. actually, very yeah. original. What? Nothing. Well, yeah. But Salty Language, The Enthusiasts, Episode 1 came out. They talk about the Detroit Fall Beer Fest. So I think I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out because it's Detroit. And, oh, yeah. Maybe and, they'll talk about RoboCop. And, beer. and they'll beat you up if you don't. <laughs> you get to hear about Detroit without having to go to Detroit. If you'd like to hear about Detroit... You can uh, find all of the shows on the Musings of a Geek podcast network at www.musingsofageek.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Geek Life Radio Saturdays at noon, as well as some of the other shows on our network. Yep. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, TalkShoe, and Blueberry. And if you're up for starting your own podcast, put in the code 40GO14 and get a free month of hosting and crap. All right. I think we're ready for a little bit of that old listener feedback. Yes. 
Are we really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's time to hear what Charlie has to say about certain show topics. But something else we fucked up. (laughs) Here we go. Hey, here's a neat fact that you guys probably didn't know about Peter Pan. It's kind of fucking dumb, and no one gives a shit. Talk about cookies or fucking your shoes or fucking parachute pants or something good, like titties. Metal. <laughs> okay, thanks, Charlie. Uh, right. We're going to move right into his few, uh, his next thoughts about Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, you guys are talking about who does and doesn't make good villains, like uh, Danny Kaye, you said, is a good villain. And uh, Dick Van Dyke is as well. Uh, you know who else plays a an excellent bad guy? Uh, it's George Hilton. Yeah, uh, you might even go so far as to say that uh, he is the last of the bad men. He, he's he's also not metal. George Hilton is not metal, like 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 Kiss, but he doesn't wear makeup. Bye. One has to wonder what a day in the life of Charlie is like. Uh, I, I've, I've experienced it. I mean, there's there's got to be yelling at clouds. There's got to be insulting children. There's got to be a lot of lotion buying. Yeah. Soon and he'll have fondling. the pit finished. <laughs> All play? right. Before we hear more from Charlie, uh, we do have some uh, something from a listener in Muncie. Muncie? Muncie. Man, Muncie, Indiana. Let's see what they have to say about our show in Muncie. Hey guys, uh, I'm actually uh, a new listener, and I listened to the Fright Nights episode first, and uh, now I just tried to listen to the Magic Gathering episode. Got about halfway through it, turned about three quarters of what was being said, because Mike won't talk into his fucking microphone! Anyway, other than that, I really like your rapport, and uh, my wife insists that I tell you that Chris Sarandon is actually Susan Sarandon's ex-husband, not her brother. Uh, possibly if they were in Kentucky, it could be the same thing. Anyway, thanks. He apparently got uh, one of the early edits of the uh, Magic the Gathering show where we had a little bit of an audio issue. You should probably go back and check that because I fixed that. Yeah, I I don't know if the feed pushed through to everything because I think I checked it on the website the other day and yeah. Oh Oh, yeah, I'm looking it up. Hey, Chris Sarandon is Susan Sarandon's husband up until 1979. Really? Wait, no, that's it. Well, I rescind any comments about them looking like each other. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you're married for a while. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you start to look like your pets. Exactly. I was just going to say. That's why Joel looks like a basset hound. Joel has a basset hound? I thought you had a rabbit. I used to. Yeah, he used to have a couple. Like five years ago. Yeah. I missed that basset hound. He was fun to scare. Buster. Yeah. All right. And we have one more voicemail, gentlemen. Is it from Charlie again? It might be. It was kind of refreshing to have somebody else be mad at us for once. That was kind of (laughs) nice. Okay, so Tinkerbell is a very popular costume uh, for the past several years, especially a few years ago. It was like every third kid was, was a Tinkerbell. But where, where I live, there's a lot of large children. And then by large, I mean, you know, these are bigger kids. You know, it's a little heavier. So I, I got, I got to calling them Tankerbells because, you know, because they you know, tanks and, and, and a lot of people didn't think that was funny, but I surely did. I sure thought it was funny. And uh, oh, uh, another another thing. Talking about Hook, you know why? You know why Tinkerbell didn't like like uh, the the guy, the kid who replaced Peter when he left because he. Oh shit! I can't think. I had it in my head and then it went away. I was going to make a roofie joke because he he roofied her and, so, and then you know because she was asleep and he did his thing and you know he roof roofied her. Oh, and that's how he goes in. Wow, that was a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
that actually may have been funnier the way he told it. I don't know. Well, it had to have been funnier because it couldn't have been that funny to begin with. Is Rufio metal? I'd say so. Look at his hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. So, if, yes, if you'd like to talk to us about Tanker Bells or uh, yell at us for not talking into our microphones or um, talk about roofing people. Yes. I, well, actually, except for the la- that last one, <laughs> you can call us at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Yes. Or you could be like Nikki and call and ask questions that I will not understand about Commando because I'm from Texas and I speak American. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, man. I, I'm done. You're done? Hey, hey, Pat, back of the line. More people, <laughs> more more reasons for people to call in. Right on. It's about that time. Oh, it's about that time. Way past that time. Right on. This weekend, music, movies, and TV. That one makes me happy. <laughs> I love how you continually taunt Joel by not playing the Josh Dubstep bumper. <laughs> I went back and listened to an old show just so I could hear it. So, <laughs> And I giggled out loud. The offer still stands. Any listeners want to call 708-669-9727 and leave your best this week in music, movies, TV, and I'll turn it into a bumper because that's something I do. All right. Sports so never gets no. any, sports never gets any kind of consideration. You at can all. also put in sports. Yes. So, 1988, the year that Lunchables started. That's kind of amazing to me. I don't recall. I thought they were like mid 90s. Well, ironically, the ones that they serve now that you can buy in the store, are the same ones that they made back then. <laughs> Certainly hope not. I bought two on the way home today. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> so they were actually later. they were actually invented in '85. It took them three years to kind of perfect how they wanted to like release them. Yikes! Ugh. All right. So yeah. what? They're like I. Got it. Crackers. <laughs> Crackers. Why did no one think of that before? Put cheese. <gasps> cheese. That's... We could stop putting sand in there. <laughs> but that was who, testing so well. Who doesn't love crackers and sand? crackers and sand are great. Oh wait, I've got a revolutionary idea. So we've got crackers, cheese. Let's put ham in there. Whoa. We don't need that kind of thinking here, boy. <laughs> This guy's a game changer. Way too, <laughs> way too soon. <laughs> oh, I got to talk uh, about Lunchables later. I have. I, I'm going to eat them on the air because I've never had a Lunchable. What? Uh, no. I've got a specific one to talk about, but we'll please talk about tell it me you about the pizza one because that's the worst one. Wait, that is exactly. Okay, we'll get to that anyway. Music. We'll get to that music. Wait, are Lunchables so Lunchables are then or now? Both. We, we just yeah. established 1988 was the year Lunchables were released into the wild. Okay, into the wild. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's the sound of a wild lunchable. <laughs> so That's the sound of the shotgun that shoots the wild lunchable. <laughs> Two awful songs. A Groovy Kind of Love by Phil Collins and Kokomo by the Beach Boys are the number one songs at this time. Good God, our taste was awful in 1988. Yeah. I kind of like A Groovy Kind of Love. I mean, I recognize it's not good, <clears throat> but I kind of like it anyway. It's Phil Collins, so I automatically hate it. Um, I'm going to be in that side of the fence with Pat on that one. What about Kokomo and that sweet, sweet John Stamos playing the congas? <laughs> you know, Kokomo, when it came out, I didn't hate, but I didn't know any better at that point. So that's my excuse. Traumatic brain injury? Exactly. <laughs> Stamos. The only the only thing I like about Kokomo is it makes me think of the movie Cocktail, which had Elizabeth Shue in it. Which... <laughs> the only thing I like about Kokomo is when it ends. 
that that is the second thing that I like about it. Yes, I uh, thought so. And anyway, movies. Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers is the number one movie. Oh yeah, yeah, because they took uh, one movie off of Michael Myers for Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, which we talked about last year. Mm-hmm. And then now we have the Return of Michael Myers. And I just uh, I've got the last the two remakes to watch tomorrow, and I'm done. I watched all of them. Oh, very good. Our, yes, since uh, people will be hearing this in early November, we are actually recording this the day before Halloween. Yes. Uh, 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 oh, wait, let me rephrase that. You know, in, in October, I watched all of them in a row, including <laughs> Mike Four. And on Halloween night, I watched the two remakes by Rob Zombie. Oh, we won't that out. No, we won't. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> wait, there's this is a comedy show? TV! Co- uh, Cosby show. Uh, wait, you, you, you just skipped over the rest wait. of movies? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. That's the know. most important part. Platoon Leader. Yes. Is released on <gasps> oh. October 31st, 1988. Starring, who did that? David Judemeister. <laughs> David, <laughs> David Judemeister. I couldn't, I couldn't remember what his actual Michael name. Dudikoff. Mike Whatever. <laughs> Don't diss Platoon Leader. Whatever. Uh, well, finish what you're saying about it. And then I got some stuff. I got, that's it. I, I got, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, a separate topic. Well, this movie, there's a couple things about it and I'm looking a little excited right now because number one it was one of the few films made by canon which if you're familiar with canon that's uh chuck norris and um uh charles bronson movies it was one of the few that was not produced by either menheim golan or yoram globus who were like the face of canon films back then that was all their movies every bronson movie was produced by the two of those guys it's the only film ever done by aaron norris to not have chuck norris in it and if you think of the mockbusters of today like transmorphers and stuff the ones that are knockoffs of the big blockbusters this was originally filmed under the title nam but before um uh platoon came out and after that came out they changed it to platoon leader to cash in on the success which is lame yeah i know the movie was that good too but anyway i just had to share i have been waiting for michael mcdonald at any minute <laughs> he was gonna let me finish That's i wasn't i wasn't gonna mcdonald him because it's actually on the list <clears throat> but but i just i just was waiting for it at some point that was <laughs> <laughs> a little late have been called for. Damn it, McDonald. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling soundboards today. Oh, no. Uh, on something sadder than Platoon Leader, John Hausman. Not died. much is sadder than Platoon Leader. <laughs> John Hausman died October 31st, 1988. That yeah, is sad. Boo. Come on, yeah, he was I'm the, still going with Platoon Leader. He was the, uh, <laughs> the uh, driving instructor from Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember? Mm-hmm. Extend your arm, raise your middle finger. I thought it was funny. He was kind of the the typical kind of stodgy uh, guy, but then like he had a funny side to him. Yep. Despite that, right. wasn't he on um, one of the TV shows, one of the sitcoms back then? Um, uh, Silver Spoons. Was my, it Silver Spoons? My mother, the yep. car. No, Silver no. Spoons. He played. He played um, the the father, the grandfather of the little kid. You know, the, the rich guy's father. Okay, uh, Ricky Schroeder's character. Yeah, his grandfather. Yeah. Right. Okay, I knew it was one of them. I just couldn't think of which one it was. I, I he was always fun to watch. John Hausman, I mean, not Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> Rick Schroeder, no. I thought he was in uh, Heil, Honey, I'm Home. <laughs> that's a real yeah. thing. Don't laugh at it. No, no, I know it's. I, that's why it's funny. I know oh. that's real. So, Cosby Show, TV, Roseanne, and A Different World are all the top three shows. Hey, I mean, it's not Cheers. Yeah, not Cheers. <laughs> a Different World, it's not Cheers. <laughs> Was that the one? That but it's he, not Cosby. Was it the one that uh, Cosby's the Cosby Show daughter went off and was in? Yes. Yeah. It's where Denise went to college, and then eventually, after Denise left Cosby Show, but then she left that show, and it kept going without her. When they have it, because they couldn't have her on Cosby Show anymore because she'd been showing her boobies everywhere. Angel Heart. So they, they, yep. So they kicked her off and started a different world for her. Nobody felt bad about that except the Cosby Show people. Yep. Yeah. She went on Different World and discovered suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and Dwayne Wayne. I know. That gave us Kadeem Hardison, man. It can't be all bad. Hey, uh, November 3rd, talk show host Geraldo Rivera's nose is broken at a taping of Geraldo. Uh, the theme of the episode was YHM. Yellow-hatted Mohicans. <laughs> Wait, Geraldo was on Geraldo? <laughs> Yellow-hatted Marikans. No, young hate mongers. Uh, uh, that was close. I like Josh's better. <laughs> Yellow-hatted Mohicans. I just think of like the Indian dude from, you know, put a hat, put him in a hat from like Curious George. Right. Yeah, See, I, exactly. <laughs> I just imagine Daniel Day-Lewis going, I will find you. Because <laughs> he lasted. Never mind. Okay. Um, the fight originated between white supremacist Tom Metzger and liberal activist Roy Innes. <laughs> I love the parenthetical here because it's everything we talked about this last year. <laughs> yep. Geraldo still sucks, and we're going to make fun of him again. Geraldo is nope. just um, the most amazing douchebag I've ever seen. Yeah. Got a hell of a mustache. He oh, has no. no shame at all. No. <laughs> it's becoming a November <laughs> tradition on 40 Going On 14. Remember, it's November, the time Geraldo <laughs> got punched. <laughs> okay. Note you got a chair smashed across his face even Next better. year we're doing a uh, Geraldo show. Yeah. <laughs> and just be talking about him getting punched for an hour. Uh, what about, do you remember when he was, they had him out with the, uh, in Iraq during the yeah, war? Yeah, he was giving away troop movement. Yeah, yeah. he was like drawing a map. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just shot him then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um, Taliban just tuning into the news just to find out what's going on. <laughs> They're sitting there, hey, holy shit, look at, look See, at this. this. This guy's the best spy we have. <laughs> Thank you. And it's drawing us a map. <laughs> Okay, verbal show of hands. How many of you watched the Al Capone's Vault thing? I did. When it, when it originally aired? I did. Mike? Nope. I did. So three out of four. That, that's probably about the same as the rest of the world. Yeah. I knew there was oh. nothing in there anyway. How did you know? It Never was his mind. vault. Yeah. Oh, it says Al Capone. <laughs> Actually, it's it more believably, I'll tell you, it was Carl's vault. <laughs> My grandfather's vault. Oh, There's <laughs> totally more believable than that. That is completely believable now. <laughs> he told me there was nothing in it. All right. <laughs> All that's in there is toilet paper and old porn. <laughs> save, me a four, save me 45 minutes of my life. Uh, and Dirty Dancing premiered on October 29th. It's not the movie. The, the TV, TV show. show. Oh, there was a TV oh. show? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it starred Ronald Swayze and uh, Michelle Gray, and it was not good. Mm. <laughs> Linda Gray. <laughs> I would have watched it then. Yeah. No, Aaron Gray. Sorry. I was thinking oh, Aaron, Aaron Gray. Mm. I would have watched that. Yeah. All right. I'd watch so, it sport. October 31st, the first Monday night NFL game in Indianapolis is held. The Colts oh. beat Denver 55 to 23. Holy crap. Wow. I don't even know football. I know that's a huge score. <laughs> uh, October 30th, Beth Daniel wins. Nick. <laughs> Careful. Her eye. Nick, Nick here. Nick here. Yeah, I have no idea how to pronounce See, it. I'm, I'm going to start making a rule that unless Pat can say it, he can't put it on there. I'm pretty I sure think he's making uh, shit up. Nichiri. Pretty sure that's Nichirei. Nichirei, yeah. There we I go. Nichirei. I was closer than you. <laughs> Nichirei Ladies Cup, U.S. Japan Team Golf Championship. Okay. And miscellaneous, on November 2nd, the Morris Worm. Wasn't he the guy that did... Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> Jungle Love? Yeah. Uh, the first internet distributed computer worm to gain significant mainstream and media attention is launched from MIT, strikes the Pentagon, SDI Research Lab, and six universities. So thank you, MIT. Yes, when they decoded it, it just said, remember to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> A commercial. Nice, nice reference. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> 
Joe. All right, we're ready to talk about lunch. Let's talk about lunch. Let's All talk right. about lunch, baby. I almost did that joke. Thanks for taking one for the team. Yeah, not a problem. Don't do that. You just make Joel think everything else is all right. Um, so what? What? Wait, what? What? Out of nowhere, shot at Joel. <laughs> That's nothing new. Friendly fire just takes Joel down as usual. Whatever. Wait, what just happened? Wait, what just happened? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get that in post. <laughs> all right, lunch, lunch. So back then, I figured we're starting with grade school. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you didn't take lunch to, like, kindergarten. No. I don't know if I went to kindergarten. They gave you lunch at kindergarten. I don't think think they gave you snack. I don't think I ever went to kindergarten. That explains a lot. You don't need to go to kindergarten. What the hell does that explain? (laughs) I went twice, You don't know how to draw? (laughs) I, I went twice, so I have no room to talk. What? You had to redo kindergarten? Yes. That's Shut God's up. honest Are truth. Kidding me? Oh my kindergarten. God. Okay, here's a story. Oh, that, no, that explains a lot. <laughs> in in at my school, they had preschool, three and four year old preschool, and they had kindergarten, and then they went in, you know, first, second, first through eighth grade in the school. So my birthday is September third, and the cutoff for the you know turning the appropriate age to go into first grade was not matching up with my birthday. So I was held back because I wasn't old enough to go to first grade at that point. So I did kindergarten twice. And as a side note, there was a brother and sister that I went to school with, uh, Alicia and Mark. Alicia was in the same class with me in kindergarten. She went on to first grade. I got held back. Her brother, Mark, came into kindergarten that year. He had the same problem I did with his birthday. He got held back the next year. So we're all apart by one year now. But Why, we should, why would they yeah. even put you in the class in the first place if they're just going to make you take it again because of your birthday? Why, they know your birthday. It's not Your birthday isn't going to change. I don't know, but I did it. I did preschool, three and four-year-old preschool, and then kindergarten twice, and then first through eighth grade, and then all the hey, rest. Hey, but that extra year, he can play with blocks like a madman. Dude, I rule a Jenga. That's why he loves graham crackers so much. And sand. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, then, grade school. Who brown bagged it? Oh, I did. Oh, me too. When I was in grade school, we couldn't afford to to buy the other stuff. So yeah, we were brown bagging it every day. Yeah, I didn't even get the school provided milk. I don't think I realized until years later that that indicated that we were kind of poor. Not rich saying it was any better. Rich assholes. Yeah. Well, hey, we have, <laughs> hey, before you get in the rich assholes thing, we haven't found out what Joel did yet. He probably had it catered. <laughs> he had a I, private. He had a private chef that would come up and cook his lunch. Uh, no, <laughs> I I had hot lunch because I actually called my mom to ask because I couldn't remember because I thought I'd take a, taken a brown bag at some point, <laughs> but I called her to ask because I don't remember a lot of things when I'm younger. He called her on his cell phone. No, well, yes, we school. all have those. <laughs> yeah, we all have those. Pat, that's not funny. Um, so, when you were a child, that's, yeah. that's I didn't Fuck, have you were rich because you had a cell phone because nobody had cell phones in nineteen <laughs> like seventy whatever. No, that's how rich you were. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so she said that she just did not have time to pack a lunch, and it was cheap at that point to get a school lunch. So I got school lunch. Yeah, it was like a dollar a day out by me. Yeah. So and you got a little punch card. Took the punch card in. Just because you got a bag of sand, Pat, doesn't mean you have to rag <laughs> on me because I got hot lunch at school for a buck or whatever. Don't don't rag on my delicious sand, Texas sand. Freedom exactly. sand. <laughs> Freedom sand. Freedom Talk sand. The, sand. <laughs> the Mexicans. It's a, it's a right, Mexican standoff. So poor kids. What did you What did you bring in your brown bag? Uh, usually it was either a uh, sandwich, either bologna, salami, sometimes peanut butter and jelly. But usually those got funky after a while. Like. 
the jelly would soak through the bread. Mm. Yeah, that's the best, man. Ugh. I love it when it sits in the bag like too Ugh. long or in the fridge and it kind of blends. Oh, that's Ugh. good. Turns into like a big mash of mess. Oh, it's oh. good, dude. Were you the kid oh. that rolled the sandwich into a ball, Joel? No, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I, I have I have my own little uh, confession, like hanging a turkey carcass in a tree moment here. This is <laughs> something from my early childhood with regards to sandwiches that I didn't realize was weird and that everybody didn't do it until I relayed the story years later. One of the sandwiches that was popular in my home and later taking to school, and I suppose no one asked me what sort of sandwich I was eating, so I didn't know then it was weird, was a peanut butter butter and miracle whip sandwich what what yes uh, what uh, i remember uh. you telling me about this now that you mentioned it what <laughs> how yeah you have and you that? told me you told me several times like you just need to try it and i cannot do it no well that- in my defense here's the thing is i know it's weird but you gotta understand if you look at the early recipe books they didn't really know what to do with peanut butter at the beginning like you look at the earliest recipe books that feature peanut butter at all and they have all these pairing suggestions on what to do with it. There's, of course, peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and banana. But other condiments were paired with peanut butter in the early 70s. And I'm guessing that my mother, like, had one of these recipes. Peanut butter and mayo. It's the now food. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's what the astronauts eat. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those same ones that had, like, let's uh, combine uh, tuna fish and lime jello and call it a salad. Yeah, uh, from that era of culinary experimentation. What, but I actually put occasionally in your, put olives in your Jello, right? Oh, uh, and it, Miracle Whip, not mayo. Not and actually, that was that's actually an important distinction because I've tried peanut butter and like Hellman's, and it is not good. It specifically <laughs> has to be I don't something a little sweeter this, and a little tangier. I don't think any of this trips is into good. Yeah, no, right? no. You just gotta try it. Charlie? If anyone else has done it, just call in. I don't expect anyone to back me up on this, but it was something I had as a kid. I actually had one like a week ago because I remembered and we had some Miracle Whip. Let's just move on. (laughs) Now I want to know if I have any Miracle Whip to try this and I'll take a bullet for the team. Oof. No, I want Charlie to do it. That is a bullet I do not want to take. The problem is if Charlie does it, we won't know until like nine months later (laughs) when he has his Miracle Whip baby. Wait, it takes that long to poop it out, Josh? What? So, Pat, what was in your lunch besides sand? Me? You. Me. Yes. Um, I, you know what? I really don't honestly remember. I, it had to have been just the standard, you know, chips and a sandwich and a dessert and just a little crappy little juice box thing. I mean, I, I don't recall. It was nothing worth remembering. So it yeah. was nothing horrible or wonderful. Yeah, because I know <laughs> this would all have been early 80s for us. Yeah. So. And I'm sure that I always had some sort of fruit snack. At the beginning, it would have been a fruit roll up. Uh, then moving on to the more traditional, like fun shaped fruit snacks, or maybe occasionally a fruit by the foot. Uh, I was never a big fan of the fruit roll ups myself. See, I like back then. I know that there was a there was fruit roll up, but they weren't called that yet. Were they called? They were just called like fruit leather. I mean, they were. Yes. You know, they were, they fruit were, leather is a thing and you can still find it, although it's not with the rest of the fruit roll ups. It was always uh, like the produce section. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it was like a big circle. Like they just took a big old blob of the dry, the mashed up fruit, threw it on a piece of plastic and let it dry and then rolled it up. So. Uh, was this sponsored by like the village people or something? Uh, no. What? I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't get that one. Sorry. Somebody's laughing right now, and they're gonna they're gonna email and say, "I got the joke, Joel. You're no, funny." No, no, we understood where you were going with it. We just don't know why you went there. No, I don't even get the joke. The fruit the, roll up. Oh, oh, no, wow. fruit leather. Oh, oh, see, no, that yeah, okay, bad yeah. people, bad. Yeah, go sit in the corner. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, I don't know how to respond when they don't respond, to, you know, to threats like that. We we just got a under the line last minute email from Nikki. All right, yeah, it's Nikki. Uh, she already knows I was making fun of her. Yes, she says, "Screw you, Pat." <laughs> No, she oh, was wow. like, I hope you guys can read this on the show. I thought you didn't record till the weekend, so I was on a call in tonight. Uh, why do you think they remake horror movies so much, and why are they the genre that people go for in- go to for instant remakes? Probably just because of that. That's an interesting question, one that I hadn't considered. Uh, I think that... Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, traditionally, horror tends to be the cheapest of all genres to, to make, other than like a rom-com. So that's that's an appealing thing for one. I would also guess that uh, you want something that has some sort of cult appeal, and yes. the definitely the horror film immediately, if it's any good or if it's especially bad, will be elevated to cult status. So that is a good target for a remake. All right, yeah, built-in audience definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's a good logic. Because I, I mean, if you if you like went to the theater and they're like, oh man, check it out, they did a remake of Notting Hill, or <laughs> you know, for <laughs> Weddings and a funeral. I don't know that anybody would be running out to see it. Yeah, but you look at the other genres that get remakes. Uh, you've got sci-fi. like the disaster flick, the sci-fi, even the black exploitation films. Those are all films that get a cult following very quickly. And that they can be improved by improved special effects. Yes. Which is why maybe they haven't remade Casablanca or... Gone with the wind because well, the effects aren't there yet. No, because it's 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 different. It's a different thing. Curtain technology has not ascended to the point where they can do a convincing dress. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. All right. So, <laughs> comment number two she's got is I fracking hate Anna Paquin, and that's all in caps. Uh, she says, "Yeah, work email has a swear word block." <laughs> I wonder, I'm with you on that so uh, my friend went to her primary school with her Anna came back from winning the Academy Award and she was a stuck up bitch and mean to my friend so instant hate yeah okay. she sucks alright well there you go uh, also everyone thinks that she's a Kiwi actress to the, she is the everyone thinks that she is a Kiwi actress to make big she sucks Melanie Linsky is a much better actress who barely gets the credit Heavenly Creatures Detroit Rock City Ever After Sweet Home Alabama were here her big starts now she's in heaps of indie movies but her biggest and most well-known role, unfortunately, is on Two and a Half Men. But every time she was on that show, it was worth watching. Rose, hilarious. True. Mm. Rose was one of the best characters on that show. There were characters on that show? I've never yeah. watched Two and a Half Men. Well, my father used to love it, so I watched it a lot with him. I did see Heavenly Creatures, though. and that was Me too. That was a movie. It certainly it was. was. <laughs> it was good. And there were people in it? It was something that I watched. Yes. All right, back to lunch. No, no, no. She has this. Wait. Is the third one. Oh, she has there's food. more. Yes, foods. She suggests a peanut butter, peanut butter, or Marmite Sammies, chippies or crackers. Fruit. Lunch done. Have any of you had Marmite? No. I, I Isn't that God, the no. creature that sits in the tree that's like fuzzy and has big eyes? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that. Marmite is similar to Vegemite. It is, but I'm not exactly sure what the difference is. Um, a letter. It's just a different branding. I've had both Vegemite and Marmite, and. I would rather eat your peanut butter and Miracle Whip sandwich than ever eat Marmite again. <laughs> See, I'm really curious about Marmite. For me, it's the same sort of thing that made me try um, 
Oh, geez, the liquor that I keep trying to get Pat to have again. Oh, no, no, Malort. Malort, yeah. It's like when someone tells me this has got a really unusual flavor that's not for everybody and a lot of people don't like it, I want to try it to just see. And I oh, know yeah. that Marmite or Vegemite is supposed to be on a sandwich that's buttered. I like. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I think Marmite is made of marsupials and Vegemite is made of vegetables. Exactly. I would eat it then. I think that's the meat, difference. Meat butter. I start typing Marmite, and immediately what comes up is Marmite versus Vegemite. That's a fight I'd watch. <laughs> I know you can, if you go to Meyer, I think Meyer, and they have like that Euro aisle. I think you can get little jars of Marmite, and I don't know if you can get Vegemite there, but I know they have Marmite. How it's, old it, must that be? How long has that been sitting on the show? No, I don't think it matters. Well, that's it lasts scary. forever. Yeah, it's like it's, it's the it's, Twinkie of condiments. Not even a condiment. It's like bad spackle. <laughs> Hmm. It is it's described like, as a rich, dark brown, yeasty spread for hot toast. Hot toast. <laughs> hot toast. What? Yeah, that sounds. That sounds like a band, right? Okay, and apparently, uh, Marmite is more common in Britain, where Vegemite is more common in Australia. Yeah. But then there's Borville, Bovril, which is Bovril, B O V R I L, which is wasn't also, he in the circus? Which no, he was one of the Street Fighter characters. Oh, yes, he was the guy that had the uh, thick, salty meat extract. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. He would throw you into a meat grinder and you would come out encased in pig intestine. Apparently you mix this meat extract with hot water and then drink it. No, no, you don't. <laughs> At least I ah, don't. I might try. I mean, I curiosity I got try. me to try spam. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll eat anything, but yeah, I, I don't look forward to it. You, you don't mean you don't want to try a thick, salty meat extract? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to seek it out. But if somebody put it in front of me, I, I would probably try it. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> And that goes for just about everything, by the way. You won't seek it out, but if you put it in front of... Actually, that's pretty much true for all of us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I bet you won't. The hell I won't. <laughs> you won't tell me what I won't do. <laughs> all right. So anyway, Joel, Rich Kids. Oh, hang on, hang oh, on. I had questions oh. for Pat still since... Uh, oh, okay. We're, we were talking about brown bag. Did you usually have some sort of dessert item, whether that was like a snack cake, a Twinkie? Yeah, it was usually... Um, uh, actually, as we got uh, more financially better off, as a family, my desserts, you, you could measure how well my dad was doing in his job by my desserts because I went from like cheap little like, you know, no name pudding, whatever, you know, you know, and by, by the time I hit high school, it was it was like, you know, uh, the little Debbie star crunches and stuff. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Rolling high with the Swiss cake rolls. Exactly. Alaska. And the oatmeal cream cake, cream cakes, cream, cream cake, <laughs> cream cakes. Holy crap, Pat. <laughs> you are from Texas. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Okay, and juice box, Capri Sun, or the cream cake. <laughs> juice box, Capri Sun, or can of soda. Soda. Usually. Really? Yeah, we've yeah. already determined that he s- consisted of nothing but uh, soda and yeah. salt. Oh, that's true. We did talk about that in the soda show. Yeah, for me, it was always the humble juice box. I was always a soda junkie. Always have been. Milk does a body good. Except Pat's. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, real quick, kids. Nikki threw one more thing in. Uh, she tweeted. She just wanted to mention um, honey sandwich sandwiches. Honey like, sandwiches. Yeah, she said honey sandwiches. What is going are on, on the other side? Too. I think she's just putting shit on bread. Yeah, what what are they doing over there on the other side of the world? They're well, really serious about their sandwiches. They they do all sorts of unusual sandwiches. Maybe they would like my peanut butter and miracle no, whip. No. No, nobody nobody wants that. No. Yeah, no. Maybe they'll hang a turkey in the tree for me. No, yeah, no. nobody does that either. <laughs> you people are a bunch of freaks. <laughs> 
That's why I like you. And if I'm agreeing with Pat, then something is wrong here. Snow- oh, <laughs> snowballs. Is re- yes, re- it is, you freak. <laughs> I do. I agree with you, Pat. Snowballs. I never liked snowballs. No? No, I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. I don't like marshmallows. I don't like salty stuff. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm know. talking. Anyway. I'm talking about the bagged pastry. I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. <laughs> at this point. I thought it was because you didn't like coconut. No, I love coconut. Don't like marshmallow. I don't, li- I don't like marshmallow. Huh. The only time I like marshmallows in s'mores. Huh. See, I like to be able to like peel the top off. Then you have just like the chocolate cake underneath. You never no. did that. No. Well, you no. never ate them anyway. Did, Josh, That's did you ever have a snowball pastry? Josh. Ah, shit. Yeah, I used to have them with my. Uh... <laughs> Sandwich? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how Josh sounds. So yeah, Not I was gonna like say. That. So he sound, <laughs> So to you, he sounds like Hank Hill. I have no idea what he sounds like. So I was just riffing. All right. Well. All right. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, oh, there, there you are. We just agree that you like snowballs. Uh, I, I was actually saying I kind of want to revisit the entire concept of hostess snacks just a little bit later in the show but yeah snowballs are not my favorite in fact they're probably my least favorite of the hostess snacks okay what's your number Same one here. then well okay uh, well let's let's move yeah. on through the grades because this wasn't something i had very often in grade school yeah. okay so uh joel hot yes. lunch in grade school hot lunch in grade school because i was not rich assholes i uh <laughs> yeah i already explained that but anyway yes and i think my favorite hot lunch that uh they used to have like little, little mini pizzas oh yeah yeah and at I don't know what the deal was with them because I don't I don't know if you can still get them now, but something about it was always just really good. I think like, it was the little meat marbles. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. It I don't know. It but wasn't. It didn't. Yeah. Little round nuggets of beef. Yeah, that it was like nuggets of beef, and on the boxes, beef was an acronym, and it was like. <laughs> Does or, not contain remember, real beef. Yeah. Remember on Cheers where Norm was talking about the they, they are 100 USDA grade beef. <laughs> <laughs> I smell like beef. Um, yeah, the pizzas yeah, that, were good. I was always a big fan of the fish sandwiches. Huh, I don't think we even had. You know what's my favorite food? Because by this point, we, I, we were able to afford the hot lunch and everything. We were doing better by middle school and stuff. My favorite food was, and and it's I think this is like a southern thing or a Texas thing or something because like, nobody else knows what I'm talking about up in Chicago. Usually, kikes? they were called they were. <laughs> <laughs> it was kikes on a stick. No, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> Turn it into a messed up doctor. You, you had to cook them on a gas grill. That was the important <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you shocked Josh so badly he can't Michael McDonald you. Seriously though, the, the 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 food I'm talking about is called a fiestata. It's like a, a Mexican pizza, and it was octagonal. Yeah, I know and, what you're talking about. Uh, hmm? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, we used to have them in grade school. Oh, nice. See, like a bunch yeah. of people that I talked to up in Chicago didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, I have, I still don't know. Gosh, we just called them Mexican pizzas. <laughs> oh no, they, we called them fiestadas down here. Oh, you and your fancy words. Yeah, well, fancy. A lot, of, a lot of Hispanic people down here. So yeah, Hispanic, Latinos, and such. But yeah, so um, that was my favorite thing, and and they were you could tell they were good because by the time you were done eating them, the grease had dri- dripped all the way down to your elbow. Ew! So yeah, heard they were awful folks. for you. They were so so good, Pat, and I would love to find elbows. them now. If I could find a place that sold them now, I tried looking a couple years ago. I should try again. Could try going to a grade school. And I was get just going to say. <laughs> I'm here for the fiestadas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Luke Perry? He belongs uh, here. He's the right age. He's uh, age appropriate. 
I got that um, joke. I, um, re- my, my mom told me that one of the big things when I was uh, in grade school was they used to serve cinnamon rolls and chili as that was like a, one of the meals. I, I know. And she said, apparently some kid asked the lunch lady at one point if they were going to serve cinnamon rolls and chili. Well, she took it to heart and she served it one day and it became like a really popular item. And I guess it's a thing around Kansas City, like more than just at my school. Have any of you ever heard of that? Like combined? Cinnamon rolls and chili? Yeah. Not like in the same bowl, but like served on the same. No, for the same that's meal. not a thing I've heard of. No. Yeah, I hadn't either. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, it's not the craziest thing we've heard of today. So yeah. that's, I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> no, at least but not it, combining them like Josh would. Right. It's nothing unless it's got mayonnaise on it. Miracle Whip, sorry. Mayonnaise rolls. And chili. Ew. <laughs> and chili. Anyway, yeah, that's the only ones that I really remember from like grade school anyway. I don't, it, it, it's all a big blur. I think Sloppy Joe's was the other one probably that was, well, I vaguely slop, remember. Yeah, sloppy Joe's were all Like a there. standard. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> lunch Even lunch. I occasionally had the Sloppy Joe lunch at my elementary school. Yeah. Or as I called it, the Sloppy Joel. And I remember we had the rule at my, um, at my school that if you were finished and you wanted seconds, if everybody had gone through the line, you could go through and, and <gasps> until they were. Yeah. You could get seconds? Yep. That explains a lot, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> what the? We got what? we got what? our stuff. We weren't. Not, I, what about the the whole lunch process in your grade school? Was it very uh, orderly, like 1984ish, marching in lines and yeah, like oh. by, by grades or whatever. Yeah, and I I remember one of my teachers like came over and she's like, "You are gonna finish everything on your plate." And I'm like, "I'm not hungry and I'm full." And she's like, "No, you're gonna finish everything." And so I kept thinking to myself, "You'd rather me get sick and eat everything on the plate than for me to waste like half of a sandwich or whatever." Please tell me you barfed. I wish I would have in hindsight. So my, uh, the school I went to, um, from until I went to private school was a really, really huge school. There was like, uh, 1200 students in it or something. And so like we did lunches in shifts, like different, you know, there would be like four different lunch periods and like a quarter of the school at a time would go to lunch, you know, for like 45 minutes. That's the way ours so, like, was. Sometimes your lunch was at 1045 and sometimes your lunch was at like 1235. Yeah. Our, ours, our school did it in shifts too. There were like three wings to the, to the school. So one wing would go first. And next we would go next. And you, you want to hear you want to hear my genius evil villain plan that I had, and and it worked like a charm until I got busted. Go ahead. This is why I ended up in a private school. <laughs> Um, I used to just skip my own lunch and skip all my classes. And during all the different groups' lunches, I would just go through their classrooms and, and go through their desks and purses and whatever and steal what? whatever and everything. Yeah. And I just would roam around <laughs> all unattended in these areas and just avoid the security and steal to my heart's content. And, it's like a video game. And one day um, I was in the, one of the teacher's lounges going through a purse when one of the teachers came in, caught me red-handed. And I was like, I tried to come up with some story about how, oh, Mrs. So-and-so sent me in here to get a pen out of her purse or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But you were holding cash. So they took me to the, yeah, they took me to the vice principal's office and I had to empty my pockets and just blew everybody's mind. It's <laughs> yeah, I, like, I had like $600 in cash and a bunch of jewelry and a whole bunch geez. of things. <laughs> was this a regular thing or just a one day? No, it was a regular thing. No, I mean I'm, like that you had that much on one day's take? No, I just carried it all with me all the time. Because uh, I didn't take everything. I just, if anything appealed to me or if it was cash, I took it. He was and also I just kept it all pooper. on me. <laughs> Like some kind of like, you know, fence running around waiting to sell it all, except I never told anybody I had it all. I just a klepto. You know, I always wondered where that 20 bucks went. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you'd been raised on peanut butter and Miracle Whip sandwiches, <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. No, nope, you would have been in the bathroom cooking. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys trade lunches? No. I, I, I know I'm Josh didn't. For, I'm saving that for high school. Yeah. I, okay. And nobody would take mine. I don't know why. How about a middle school? Yeah, who could figure out? You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't look at him. He's going to want to trade a sandwich. 
<laughs> Come on, guys. Joel, Josh could never figure out why he always sat alone during lunch. <laughs> Uh, middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Eighth That's what we were just talking about. I thought. Well, grade school, middle school. Yeah, for for me, grade school and middle school were the same school. Uh, Mine were different schools. It was pretty much the same thing. March in a line down to the lunchroom. They had those funky folding tables that had the seats attached. Yeah, the round seats. No. Or did you have long rectangles, picnic table ones? Yeah, you had round seats. yeah, there we had individual different chairs. Different had different types. Yeah, huh. we had individual chairs, like folding chairs. It was like a like a oh, fellowship. That's too much freedom. I don't think we had a lunchroom. I'm pretty oh. sure we just had to eat lunch at our desks. Hmm. Oh, ever have a food fight? Yes, no. in high school. Yeah, yeah. not till high school. Yeah, I know. I remember one point somebody got sick at lunch, and it was like the barf domino effect. Oh, oh. like yeah. stand by me. Yeah, it was like a, it was total stand by me moment. It was, luckily, it didn't get far because like the they busted out the fire hose and like just took care of it. I guess, hmm. but. One of the things I remember is that in the our lunch all like a bunch of protesters just <laughs> <laughs> he's barfing. <laughs> um, there was a our lunchroom was the gym. They would wheel out those tables and put them down for us, and we'd come out. And I remember there being a wad of mashed potatoes stuck to the ceiling of the gym that was just always there through my entire grade school time. There's this huge gob, and it seems like every lunchroom that I was in, there was always some food that had been stuck to the wall or stuck to the ceiling, and they just didn't want to bother to take it off. Hmm. Yeah. I ain't get paid enough for this shit. I'm not reaching up there. No, no, no. High school. All right. I think something to put us in perspective on high school. Pat, okay. how many kids were in your high school? Oh, Jesus. Uh, 98 when I graduated. Okay. Josh? Uh, probably about 200. Joel? Uh, well, the high school I went for the most of my college, high school years, uh, probably about the same as Pat, just a little under 100. Okay. Total. Uh, 101. So. so most of us are in the same same boat, boat there. Yeah, the most part. seems like we all went to pretty small. We high all schools. went to a small high school, really. Yeah, yep, that's pretty cool. Why My, was I thinking one of us went to a big school? I thought. Wait, Josh, how? Well, I did well, uh, first. Uh, technically, Josh did go to a big one because his school was twice as large as ours. <laughs> yeah, technically, I did go to the Magnet Art High School for one a half of my senior year, but uh, the first half, and there was like six hundred people in my class alone. The what? An art magnet high school was it all? We didn't hit. Do we have magnet schools back then? Uh, yeah, in, my, yeah. in Kansas City, we did. We did. Hmm. Yeah, we even had them uh, out here. They were less common, but they existed. Oh, okay. Shows how much yeah, I knew. One of the teachers uh, from my elementary school and his wife opened a magnet school and ended up uh, taking a certain percentage of the student body, which was crazy because my uh, K through eight grade school probably had less than fifty kids. So when they took like six for their little startup magnet school, it was like a significant portion of the entire school. Hmm. That's kind of crazy. All right. So we all went to small high schools. Did you have yes. shift lunches? More with no. No? Well, we had a really yeah, we, small we sl- up, we, lunch room. So yeah, I think my, we did actually. Yeah, by my senior year, we had to do two lunches. But for the you know, all my other years, everybody was at lunch together. Yeah, yeah we, I'm pretty sure there were two or maybe three in mine. <clears throat> yeah, I think we had two. And that point, I know I started brown bagging it, but it was pretty much just whatever crap I can throw in a bag before I had to leave. Because I didn't really, I think they only had hot lunch on Wednesdays. And you can so get you're it. like, turkey carcass? Uh, no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we only had like hot lunch on Wednesdays, and it was like Domino's. Okay, so this was the scam that I had worked out. Good God. Oh, no, there's another scam? Yeah, during high school. Um, Why are we friends with you? (laughs) 
I would have my mother back. make make me a brown bag lunch, so she would make. The, I would I would you know tell her I needed like a foot long Subway sandwich type thing and chips and uh, two oatmeal cookies or two oat two Star Crunch or whatever. You know, I, was, <clears throat> I told her I would buy the soda you know there at, at school or whatever. And so what I did, I was on the National Honor Society, which is funny you know telling this story. <laughs> and what the National Honor Society did was we would sell Frito pies as a fundraiser during lunch. So I would just sell my lunch. I sold the desserts to one kid. I had a standing deal with him that he would pay 50 cents per dessert. So God. he'd just give me a dollar. I'd give him the desserts. And then for $6, I'd sell my sandwich and chips to one of my teachers. And then I'd just what? go in the what? back. And then I'd go in the back and I'd make myself a Frito pie and I'd just eat for free. You sold your lunch to a teacher? Yeah. Why are you not some like evil mastermind? Like, Yeah, guys, I've, I've worked as an educator. Buying, buying chips from kids, that totally actually makes sense. <laughs> wow. No. Well, you. All, I mean, I, I can come up with schemes like that, but I'm also lazy. So, mm. so we had a lunchroom, and then there was like the vending room. It had like a soda machine, a candy machine, and a change maker. Like one room over. I usually ate in there because there was um, a bunch of people that were folding tables and stuff. There were people who were selling like milk and juice and that sort of thing from the school, and we hung out in there and ate there and just ate stuff out of the vending machines. Though I would bring stuff. I think it was like more towards like when leaning towards senior year, I would start actually started eating, but it was just you know standard sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly, and that sort of thing they didn't have anything interesting at the hot lunch thing i recall the hot lunch area in the lunchroom at my school throughout the study hall sold warm chocolate chip cookies that were so greasy you had to get like a little bit of wax paper with them and they there'd just be this like residue left on them but despite the fact that they were in retrospect kind of gross they were delicious <laughs> Is it the kind of where the wax would melt and stick to the cookie just about yeah they, and they were i don't know about uh chicago softball size around so they're a good size oh, cookie Wow. And if I remember right, you got two for a buck. Oh, that's a good deal. They owed a spunk fire. Unless you got them from Pat, and then he got two for 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, well, they yeah, actually he'd undercut them. the lunch people. Yeah, they actually baked them fresh. They weren't they weren't packaged cookies. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and uh, I did not get a hot lunch. I brown bagged it through all four years. But uh, Mike reminded me that how the school vending machines uh, were connected to how I almost didn't get my high school diploma. Ooh, I go with photocopying dollar bills. Nope. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea. Tipping uh, it over on top of a student. Nope. He, he got his diploma stuck in it. Well, both of the times I got in big trouble at school, I didn't actually have anything to do with it. And if I remember right, it was the same kid. The first time I got in trouble to school, I convinced the freshmen to punch each other and I would nominate one of them. To, it's your day. And like one of the kid like lost his shit when it was his day to get beat up and just started punching everybody. <laughs> Uh, and then they told him who gave them the idea, and I'm in a completely different classroom on the other side of the building, and I got suspended for two days for masterminding this. Is this like bum fights? <laughs> yes. I, I just, <clears throat> I think I was on the choir bus, and I was just like, shut up. Uh, it's your day today. And then like the, all the freshmen would beat up the one freshman, and then I'd, I'd go off. I wouldn't actually ever hit anybody. But, <laughs> but you just told them all to kick each other's ass. That's Yeah, awesome. basically, yeah. So the second uh so you're Tyler incident, well, Mike, yes, why are you and I friends with these two people? <laughs> because this is hilarious. <laughs> The uh, second incident uh, was actually right near the end of the school year. It was about to be senior ditch day. 
the day before senior ditch day, one of the kids, one of the same guys who was involved in the freshman beating each other up incident, noticed the vending machine keys from the lunch lady were left on the table and he swiped them. And he didn't really know what to do with them, but obviously it was immediately apparent to all the administrators, all the teachers that they had been stolen. So they were being passed from freshman to freshman to freshman until they got put in the hands of like a sophomore or junior girl who I liked in my senior year. And at the end of the day, she passed off the keys to me. So I've got these keys. Uh, They've been through the hands of like every freshman in the school. And the next day, I just don't show up. It's senior ditch day. And I get the call from the girl. Strangely enough, I'm pretty sure her name was Sarah. Same as uh, same as my wife's name. And she says, you got to bring the keys back. I'm like, that's not happening. I live in Cicero. The school's in Melrose Park. That's like two hours of bus ride and it's senior ditch day. And she's like, well, I'm in the uh, I'm in the dean's office. It's like, OK, I'm listening. You have my attention. So apparently the kid who stole the keys, ratted her out, ratted me out and tried to save himself by claiming he had nothing to do with it. And I had to take two buses to get back to school. I dropped off the keys so that everyone would get out of trouble. But I refused to talk to like any administrator or anything. I think I like went to the art room and like left the keys in an envelope and then called somebody and said, here's where they are. And I got a bill uh, for the changing of the locks on the school vending machine. And until that bill was paid and a written apology was written to like the school and the lunch lady, I would not receive my high school diploma. Wow. And uh, I recall that I basically threatened uh, the kid who actually stole the uh, the keys. It's like, yeah, you're paying you're paying this bill. Okay. Otherwise, you are not making it out of the next three years at this high school. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that's my vending machine story. It's a lot more better than uh, photocopying dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I still say he pushed a vending machine on top of that kid. No, I would have convinced another kid to do it for me. <laughs> That's, that was, was in, my MO. This kid was in there getting something out of the vending machine. This horde of freshmen ran in there and picked it up and dropped it on him. The trick is to get the freshmen to all wear the same uniform. I mean, you can't really be a mastermind if they're not all wearing your uniform. Yeah. You got to have the minions. Yeah. So anyway, lunches and shifts. Lunches and shifts. I don't recall hot, anything really happening in my lunch. Hot lunch or bagged? On and off. Because like I said, hot lunch for us was only at, on Wednesdays. I did both. Just bags. Yep. Is anybody else, is anybody else getting that really bad audio? No. no. Nope. No? All right. Must be me. Are you listening to Find Young Cannibals? No, I was just getting a lot of skips and pops. But... Sounds about the same. Yeah. Anyway, All right, never um, mind. That... Here, here's my uh, lunchroom story that's not anywhere close to Josh or Pat's. Um, when I was in high school, they had, I mean, they had a, a hot lunch program, but there wasn't a lot of good options. And for whatever logical reason, you know, I'm a high school student, I opted to um, eat the same thing every day. So every day for school for lunch, I had nachos and a cherry Coke. And in the course of my senior year, I dropped 40 pounds. And I'm pretty sure it was due to malnourishment in hindsight. Um, but uh, yeah. And then I, every morning I would eat a either a, uh, a pork, uh, what is it, a chicken fried beef and spicy cheese sandwich with chocolate milk or a barbecue pork sandwich with chocolate milk from Quick Trip on the way to school. So yeah, between the two of them, malnutrition, pretty sure. <clears throat> what is happening? All right. Hmm. I don't but understand. there were no thefts or minions or... 
<laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't have much happen at lunch. I do recall one time one of the seniors at our table had first. He's sitting there and he pulls out a grapefruit and like one of those big yellow ones and just starts. You know how you take like your thumb and you put it over a straw and you jam it into a into like an orange and goes through the skin. You got it just like sticking out there. Yeah, and he got to have like a handful of straws and all through lunch he just kept jamming straws into this grapefruit and nobody really said anything because we're just like he was kind of weird anyway. <laughs> and we're like, all right, so you know, waiting for him to like somehow ingest this only piece of food that he brought he finishes and he's got like 20 25 straws sticking out of this grapefruit now and he then stands up screams sputnik and chucks it across the, the <laughs> lunchroom where it hits the freshman table and freshmen just go everywhere it was like it was like kicking an anthill that's really the only thing i recall ever happening at luncheon i mean it's pretty entertaining scattered the freshmen but you know we never really had a full-on food fight okay we had, we oh, had one ahead. yeah mm-hmm I don't remember much about it other than it was messy. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't like it then? Mm, I it's, wasn't quite as bad about fearing mess back then. It's on my clothes. <laughs> no, I never, I mean, we never really had the classic food fight. I know some people would get in trouble for sneaking. Our, our windows in our high school um, popped out. They were like hinged at the top and you can push them open. And there was more than enough room for a person to get out that way. So I know that some people would get busted because we didn't have an open campus where you could like go to, go, to uh, go off and go get food. So they would pop out the window, climb out and there was a uh, hot dog joint just on the corner that they would run to and the, the challenge I guess was to get there get your hot dog and get back before anybody noticed mm-hmm. but uh you ever do it me yeah no, I dude that was boring in high school I didn't do shit <laughs> question what did any of you in your high school have that guy that you could like get him to mix up something on his tray things didn't go together and like dare him to eat it yes were you that we guy also, we also, no no but I was friends with that guy <laughs> Um, same guy. Same guy. He used to walk around and ask people, you know, are you gonna eat that? You done with that? And he would just like eat the last of people's stuff. What's up with that man? Guy would just like clean up all the leftovers. Yep. It's, I call that guy the, the the. He's a smorgasbord guy. He just wants to have a little taste of everything. That's kind of crazy. Um, I we never did it there, but when I uh in summer camp, I was a counselor there, and they had a lot of um uh what you call they would take all the food they had called a mush bucket where you have you well no everybody eat at camp and you have this bucket and everybody would scrape off their food into the bucket and it always was a challenge are you going to eat out of the mush bucket ew ew did you go to school hmm. in an old folks home no it was a summer camp I made a kid yak once how does yak taste <laughs> better than the mush bucket <laughs> so you guys want to take a break here I think this is a good spot for it yeah let's do that we're going to take a break and come back and we're going to talk about what we had lunch for lunch today well more than that but <laughs> that's starting uh, Colonel uh, we were just talking and uh, we've had loads of fun here and uh, you know we met new friends and had a great lunch wasn't that a great lunch yeah the tuna and cream casserole was beautiful will you get out of here will you I'm trying to run an office here now, will you go to lunch? Go to lunch. Will you go to lunch? This is the worst lunch I ever had. Yeah, I've had like six juice boxes. I've been drinking Capri Sun. I had lunch today. Perky? Cap- what? I- <laughs> what? <laughs> I was Mike just had a stroke. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Mike is speaking Jovitos. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you do not know Jovito. Uh, Capri Sun, it comes in these great big bags now. What? No. Yeah. yeah, I posted. Yeah, it does. It's just one giant bag with a huge straw. <laughs> 
It's Capri Solar <laughs> System. Mike is just making Kool-Aid and putting it in a quart Ziploc. He's like, look, big Capri Sun. <laughs> no, it's like a 11.2 fluid ounce bag of Capri Sun. And it's got a little twisty top with a hook on it on the top. I'm drinking Maui Cooler. I that mean, sounds dangerous. It tastes blue. It's blue head <laughs> flavor. That's what this would be. It doesn't taste like Maui. Not like I would know. I've never been there. It's like purple drink. Definitely doesn't taste like purple drink. Purple drink. All right. Daily lunch during the week. What do you guys have? Wait, are we going to talk about college lunch? Oh, shit. I totally forgot about college lunch. We probably should because this is a good time to revisit the subject of the various hostess snacks. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. I know we talked a little bit about some of the various hostess things in our food show. But I just want to revisit it, especially because I like the Twinkies. Ho-Hos are fine. Snowballs, I probably prefer leaving them. I uh, occasionally will have a cupcake, whether that be the orange frosted or the chocolate. But really, it's all about the pies. Oh, Hostess Fruit Pies, the ones that defeat the Joker when he's robbing the bank? Oh, yeah. Those are the pies. I, I remember to. in college you would eat those like by the handful. Well, we used to go, especially with the cherry pies, and we would hit every vending machine on campus and we would buy all of the cherry pies. <laughs> the, our, our trash, the trash can next to your bed was like 80% wrappers from Hostess Pies. <laughs> Apple or cherry? Oh, cherry. No question. I mean, if I could get peach, I would just get it, not because it's necessarily better, but because of the novelty. Yeah, you didn't really see peach too often. It was like apple, cherry, and blueberry. Yeah. Yes, and then watermelon. Uh, watermelon? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a watermelon pie. No, I stupid joke. I'm imagining a watermelon fried hostess pie that would be disgusting. But you would uh, even rarer than uh, the peach was the chocolate. Ooh, I had one of those. Yeah. I did not I like, like those. Boston yeah. cream. I think the chocolate was not very good in them. I mean, they had to come you up think? with some sort of pudding that didn't have enough dairy in it to spoil. Right. So, Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't find one with enough taste either. No. What other what other hostess uh, treats were there? There were. Oh yeah. I'm a fan of the chocolate donuts, although I don't know if that's who's hostess, but uh, or ding dongs. No, hostess had donuts. I love chocolate donuts and ding dongs. No, not penises. <laughs> Nobody's. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the hostess snack list here, yes, there was the cream pie, the ding dong, <clears throat> the. Th- Oh, wait a minute. Ding dong, yo. Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> Susie Q's, ho-hos. Yodels. Mini- yodels. What's a yodel? A yodel. Uh, yodels, basically a Swiss cake roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. That's crazy because that's also, oh, I see. Yodel is an off-brand ho-ho. Yeah, because I'm, I'm on the hostess site right now and it doesn't say anything about. Susie Q's donuts, fruit pies, mini muffins. What about Patrick's star pie? That star was crunch, the little Debbie. Oh, I was little Debbie. Debbie. Yeah, I was a little Debbie guy. I wasn't a big hostess guy. I was never big on Twinkies, Ding Dongs, or any of that stuff. I was a little Debbie aficionado. Wow, their little Debbie is sponsoring Iron Man Chattanooga. That seems kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> Want to run off your diabetes? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there's holy cow. There's a like like on their promotion site. There's all this stuff like win a mongoose bike. We're sponsoring a triathlon, and then there's a contest to win a uh, Winnebago. What's a bago? <laughs> oh, about four fifty. <450. laughs> Sorry, but that is a very, very small Venn diagram of like people that eat Little Debbie products and do triathlons. Well, there's maybe people that eat Little Debbie cakes and watch triathlons. Oh, there's definitely that. Oatmeal cream pie road trip. Well, maybe that eat Little Debbie cakes and have heard of triathlons. (laughs) 
I don't know if they watch them. Maybe they eat little Debbies and triathlon they runners. Know what a three is? The grand. Maybe pie. their name is Debbie, <laughs> and they're and they, not little. <laughs> and they try to eat as many hostess things as they can while Wait, watching a telethon. Most, All right, that guys. Is the most logical, yes. Little yes. Debbie oatmeal cream pies road trip giveaway. The grand prize is a two-week Winnebago vacation. They give you a Winnebago for two weeks. America. Okay. Yeah. I could do that. We could disappear in that too. Like forever? I would just drive it straight into the, dr- the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Yikes. I think they don't have a mobile home. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well, I Louise. would not be in it, hopefully. I mean, I'm not 100% on that. It would depend oh, on yeah, my Oh, yeah, that's, that's better. The Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's not just suicide. I'll just destroy your property. Exactly. You know, not necessarily a cry for help. It could just be that I'm a vandal. <laughs> we already know that. <laughs> all right, so lunch in college, as, or as we like call it, breakfast. We all yeah. had hot lunch in college. Yes. Yes. It's true. We all had to go past the lunch lady who uh, felt Hated her. all of us. She didn't hate us. Do you remember oh. the one who tried to learn everybody's name? Well, there was also the guy that checked your card and he's like, you going traveling? Yeah. That was I'd yeah, forgotten that about that guy. That guy was weird. The guy's going, if he said, yeah, I'm going traveling, he's like, all right then. And he never really like had anything else to say. He just wanted to ask if you're going traveling. And then, of course, as you just get one. Only one. <laughs> Pancake boobs. <laughs> I remember college cafeteria food. First off, you had... Uh, uh, American lasagna. American lasagna. You which I liked. Soup one day and then chili the next. Then Josh had his cheese suffle. <laughs> they had spanakopitas. Spanakopita, though. Well, um, frequently, at least when it was new, I would hit up the salad bar and there would just be this, like, two-gallon tub of yogurt. And the thing is, is they weren't replacing the yogurt until it was gone. (laughs) And yogurt is not inexpensive. So like when it was new, it was the best thing ever. I'd get like two cereal bowls fully of like blueberry yogurt. Yeah, later on, not so good. (laughs) Then you wait on the football players to finish it off. (laughs) Well, the nice thing about our lunch program is that they had like a salad bar and they had like a sandwich bar. So if you didn't want whatever they had hot lunch, you could have a, you can make yourself a sandwich. Although sometimes the sandwich meats were not always the freshest. I was actually pretty, pretty satisfied with our college's lunch program. Remember the waffles? I survived in like three weeks just on waffles. Yeah, because you could have waffles every damn day. You could have ice cream every damn day. You could have anything you wanted every damn day. It may not have been the best thing you wanted. You could have cereal. Yeah, it may not have been the best food, but I mean, you can't argue that we had a shit ton of choices. What did they always have for breakfast? We don't know. We never were at breakfast. No, because I'm not no, going to have omelets, too. Yeah, we would stay up night, all night and go to breakfast. Yeah, I so remember they had, they had, they had the standard, bar. like, scrambled egg, you know, powdered eggs and sausage and, and toast and bacon and stuff. Every now and then they'd have, like, the shit on the shingle stuff. Yeah. Wasn't or, the ha- there, they have, like, hash browns or something that were really crispy? They're like, I just remember being good for some reason. Maybe it's because we're up all night. <laughs> No, they had those. They had those tater tot, like almost like long tater tot fries. Ooh, yeah. Let's for our international audience. Let's dial it back just a little bit and explain shit on a shingle because it's not actually roofing supplies with human feces on it, <laughs> which is delicious. Yes, that 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 is an American taste tradition. But we're we're referring to a particular meal that people usually feel very strongly about one way or another. Uh, It's also known as creamed chipped beef. Yep. Basically, you've got very low quality shaved, uh, usually beef uh, that is served of some sort. Yes. 
Uh, and these beef shavings are served on some sort of toast with a white cream sauce. Yeah, it's about as appetizing as that made it sound. I love shit on a shingle. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. I'm, I agree. Uh, it was a, it was a, like a staple for dinners for me growing up at home, uh, but I probably haven't had it in 20 years. I, yeah, I haven't had it since college. But okay, I have to say that the best thing about our cafeteria at Concordia was the theme days. And you guys know what I'm talking about. I know where you're going with this, and yeah, it was real bad. It was so. amazing. That's what it was. Do you remember when they were celebrating Black History Month? <laughs> Oh, no, don't, don't, oh. Yeah, it was definitely... I'm backing up the mic. <laughs> clueless, clueless white people not realizing how offensive they were about to be the with their... The director is black, was black. Her name was Pearl Bones. It was I, think, I think she was just going all out. She's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna like, I, I'm gonna be totally stereotypical, but fuck it, we all love it, so let's just eat it. <laughs> that was, and okay. What did they right. have, guys? Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Let's jump in again. Let's, okay. let's set the scene. Black History Month is March? No, February. February. Right. February. Yeah, you don't live in the suburbs. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Josh Jesus. nailed him. Wow. Mike's turn. I was I was one month off, man. At least I was in the right <laughs> quarter of the year. <laughs> All right. So it's in it's in February. So we walk into the cafeteria and they have celebrate Black History Month. Yep. On a sign above a table covered in spare ribs. Chickpeas, collard greens, cornbread, cornbread, fried chicken, fried chicken, black eyed peas, black eyed peas, and a huge fucking table of watermelon. <laughs> I think there was might have been mac and cheese too. And did they have Kool Aid or is that? I don't know. I was just I. That was the that was the best meal I ever recall having there, and the quietest I've ever heard the cafeteria because <laughs> everybody was enjoying the food, but nobody wanted to say a damn thing about it. Yeah, that was amazing. Until like near the end of the meal, well, well before my time of cultural sensitivity and knowing how to not be just a shitty, shitty white guy, I'm like, so you're gonna have the tap dancing contest later? <laughs> Going traveling? Oh wow. I could not believe it. To this day, I cannot believe that that got greenlit. That, but I suppose somebody just went, screw it, we're doing it, you know? I've never understood the whole, you know, black people like fried chicken stereotype because everybody loves fried <clears throat> chicken. It's fucking delicious. Why would you even say, like, oh, this is something that only one race likes? Everybody fucking loves fried chicken. No, fried chicken is delicious. It is. It's a, there's, a reason that, there's a reason people love it. It's fucking good. Yeah, because and you can eat it in any diff- any condition. If Hot fried chicken is delicious. Exactly. Cold fried chicken. Cold fried chicken. Delicious. Do any of you guys have a personal, as we've gone past college years, sandwich or other lunch specialty that you prepare? Mm. Uh, my lunch, well, has, has changed over the years of, of after college. But for me anymore, I, I pack the same thing every day. I guess my question is not something you eat all the time, but something that is a traditional lunch food that you make for yourself or for your family that you're known for. Like I, oh. I've got an egg salad that uh, is particularly good. I probably make it less than twice a year, but it's a very good sandwich. Now, well, if I if I may throw a little self promotion in, one of the things ooh. that I've actually perfected over the years is my grilled cheese sandwich. I I've had them. Second him on this, they are delicious. <laughs> yep. Which is why I am opening a big grilled cheese food truck next month. Yes, and you should called all, the Cheesy Rider. Cheesy Rider in Texas. You should all find him and eat there. But so. yeah, my che- my my grilled cheese are legendary. So I love the breakfast one you made. That was delicious. <laughs> um, I don't have anything. I mean, lunch wise, I have a stew that I make. I head over to Meyer and I pick up a bunch of like uh, spinach, uh, a bunch 
bunch of greens and I slice those up and toss them into a kettle with uh, chicken broth, sliced onion, some spices, just some mix of spices that I toss in there, and andouille sausage. Mm, and that cook, sounds good. I cook that up, and that's you, you, know, put, you should put some leeks in it too. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, I haven't tossed that in there, but I think usually I use like a, like a half or a half of a large or a whole smaller a sweet onion and toss that in there. Yep. I do that often, especially now that it's getting colder out. That's a good like midday warm up type food. Yep. So, but I mean, for like lunch at work, I mean, for the last almost eight years, I'd been working at a grocery store. So I found sure. it kind of silly for me to, oh, I'm going to buy stuff for lunch and just to take it home so I could bring it back here. Yeah. 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 When I worked at TJ's, I did the same thing. It's like I never brought anything <clears throat> from home to work because I would just buy it there. Yeah. And the steak burritos were delicious. I would have those all the time. Hey, uh, Pat, I heard that really good mashed potatoes at Garfield. <laughs> ah, I get it. Piercing. Yeah. Are you trying to get hey, me to talk about the tongue piercing? Hey, guys, I got a yeah. piercing. I eat the mashed potatoes. Okay, uh, Chris Burke. Anyway, you were saying, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, we're talking about kind of what we're having for lunch now. Um, yeah, my schedule's weird because <laughs> if I'm in on an early day, I will eat with whatever we're ordering, whether that's Thai food or frequently if I'm in there, it's either Thai food, Mexican, or uh, occasionally Chinese. Oh, and there's also a Mediterranean place that does like shawarma and uh, kebab. It's pretty good. But otherwise, like, either I'm off and I'm at home alone, so I'm either doing, like, peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and Miracle Whip or uh, maybe some Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. With Miracle same, Whip. <laughs> same thing on, uh, like, my Monday and Wednesday. Since I don't go in till 2, I'll usually have my lunch before I've left the house for the day. Hmm. I've got a Lunchable right here. Oh, yeah. God, what did everybody get in order to, like... Did anybody besides me and Mike buy stuff for this particular show? No. But what I, what I, okay, this will be a good time while Mike is opening his lunch to tell you uh, what I tried to do. Um, I was actually at my niece's school today because I'm doing some work on some set design stuff for their play that they're doing. And I tried to interview one of the lunch ladies and it did not go well because apparently the old Mexican lunch lady doesn't speak English and doesn't like it when the other girl talks to me for longer than 10 seconds. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Because every time she tried to answer a question, she would get bitched at in Spanish. And she'd be like, you know, she tried to answer my questions as quick as she could. But, yeah, it didn't really go very well. I thought it would be fun to record a little interview with a lunch lady. But it turned out lunch lady did not think that was so fun. I think that actually sounds hilarious. I didn't get to record. I didn't never actually got to record anything. So. Uh-huh. But I, I found out that um, kids basically, they, they absolutely love mac and cheese, of course. And there's this new thing. It's like a little round, like one inch across tater tot discs that have like a smiley face stamped through. Them that are just incredibly popular. They have those at um, what's what's the place with the chicken wings? Uh, Hooters. Nah, chicken wings and more TVs. Wings and things. Uh, Buffalo Wild. Chicken wings. wings and more TVs. What? Chicken wings and more TVs than Hooters. Okay. Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. They have those potatoes with a smiley face. <laughs> oh, my life is weird. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Josh's Chicken and Pants. <laughs> Here's your chicken. Here's your pants. Um, they have those little smiley face potato things there for the, kid, on the yeah. kids menu so that was my that was my day earlier i was getting yelled at by a mexican lunch lady <laughs> i wish that was the first time you've said that <laughs> today 
Yeah. Yep. All right. So I've got Lunchables. Oh man, shit! Damn uh. thing. Well, the damn thing just dribbled ham juice all over my keyboard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't eat Lunchables as an adult. Yes, because we are incapable of doing this. Lunchables. No, because we have technology. Of yes, course, kids have technology now too. Enter. Get mixed up down under. You could win a trip to Australia from Lunchables. There you go. With the ham and American. Got this very pale cheese. Uh, I was not joking about mainlining high C uh, juice boxes. Pretty much all day uh i've got these little juice boxes that are flash and fruit punch that are a blend of 10 percent juice <laughs> oh that's 90 percent other yeah pure filtered water semen. high fructose corn syrup and then it gets to juice so it's mostly water and corn syrup yeah so you're yeah. drinking like juice flavored sugar water yes okay, i got uh, another capri sun in the big bottle fruit punch and it has water high fructose corn syrup apple and grape juice concentrate citric acid water again water oh no water extracted orange and pineapple juice concentrates absorbic acid natural flavors vitamin c how's your lunchable sticking to my teeth <laughs> I mean, the I've che- never understood how they think how they would think that crackers would really be a good idea to put in the refrigerator well yeah the crackers are kind of soggy yeah the ham is really kind of hammy it's really pale <laughs> I mean it doesn't look like I mean the, the whole thing is like really pale the, the cheddar <laughs> quote unquote <laughs> cheddar <laughs> cheese <laughs> it doesn't look like you know what is cool though is that it's perfectly sized the ham is pressed into these little cut in circles that fit exactly over the top of the cracker which is pretty cool but it's not it's <laughs> <laughs> not not I think the word he's looking for is edible. Yeah. It's not edible. <laughs> it was like a buck and a quarter at Target. So. Yeah, they're a buck at the grocery store that I go to. Um, okay, yeah. real quick Lunchable story. Uh, having yeah. kids. Wait, I got a and... double stuffed Oreo, but it's half the goddamn size of a regular Oreo. But I got two of them, <laughs> so I suppose there's it's like, that. It's like what Bill, Bill Maher used to say when people complained about Taco Bell meat. He's like, you're, you, you can't complain about your meal when your meal costs less than gum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, you have a lunchable story? Yes. Um, okay, so having kids, you know, we get them lunches. And so my kids at some point got onto the Lunchables kick. So um, they wanted to try different Lunchables. And the, the only ones that they ever really liked were the, the pepperoni pizza ones, which is the ones that they eat all the time. Yeah. They uh, used to like the nacho one, which isn't much of a lunch in my opinion. But And then the chicken nugget one. And this the chicken nugget one is the one that I'm going to talk about. I don't know if you've ever had or seen or had the chicken nugget Lunchable, but it's uh, cold chicken nuggets that you do not heat up. It specifically says on the package to you don't want to heat them up or whatever. <laughs> it, it comes with a packet of ketchup. So you have cold chicken nuggets and ketchup and, you know, your other stuff that comes in it, uh, your crack cookie or whatever. And <laughs> your cookie. So I, I was that in and of itself was weird enough, but it's gotten to the point now where apparently these are fairly popular because you can buy a bag of 10 chicken nuggets cold for specifically made by the Lunchable company as a separate item. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And they, they eventually didn't want to eat them anymore, but they used to like them. So, I, one I thing know. I can say is that you definitely get the exact amount of crackers, ham, quote unquote, and cheese. So you don't have like a non, you have like, you know, if you finish your crackers and you have a piece of cheese left over, not going to happen here. They all have the same amount. <laughs> they don't well. allow for any kind of individuality. <laughs> no. You will eat one piece of each every time. That is about the best thing I can say about this Lunchable. <laughs> Is that they have equal amounts of everything. The Oreo appealed, is an Oreo. It appealed to the OCD in you. Yes. The uh, other thing I picked up for the show was a package, a box of Welch's uh, reduced sugar f- mixed fruit fruit snacks. Those are good. Really? I buy, I buy those for the, I used to buy those for the poker room all the time. They, and every poker room has them. They're, they're really good. Nothing uh, yeah. Nasty, but they're really good. 
Yeah, let's see what we got on on here. They're fat free. Not the okay. Uh, oh, actually, the number one uh, ingredient is actually juice on this one. Really? Wow. Yeah. So juice, then corn syrup and sugar. Well, that's that's how they pull that off. Is they list corn syrup and sugar as the second and third ingredient. Right. So percentage wise, they're still higher than the juice, but yeah. Right. But that's interesting. And they were not bad. I've had better. I don't yeah. know if it's the uh, reduced sugar portion that made them a little subpar i don't know why i'm still eating this i don't know either i keep hearing you crunch and i'm like what are you doing well i already ate one oreo and i feel like if i don't eat all the ham cheese and cracker i'm not going to be able i can't eat that oreo because you got to finish your food before you get the oreo right you won't be allowed to eat the oreo now now i'm realizing who the hell's gonna stop me i was gonna say you're by yourself right fuck this i'm eating the oreo i'm telling suzanne i'm so suzanne (laughs) what it's like, <laughs> so how's the Oreo, Mike? Yeah, Mike, how's the Oreo? Delicious double stuff. What are you wearing? I'm watching it down with my Capri Sun, and then I'm going to go upstairs and have a glucose attack, something like that. <laughs> oh, you know what else I got? A classic uh, Doritos. What, what do you mean? Define classic for those people who maybe don't understand. Um, so, I mean, the original flavors that we're all used to are probably just the nacho cheese. Taco flavored. It's oh, got the old, love the taco. Old school bag and everything. And I got you. Find that at Target? Yeah, these were at Target, too. Huh? Mm. You all right there, buddy? Oh, my God, these are good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, taco flavored Doritos. That was another thing that uh, was a college food. Having it after uh, the Lunchable probably makes it even better. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. I don't know. When the bar is set so low, Doritos are freaking amazing. Good point. A little weird aftertaste, though. Well, what do you expect? Oh, do they still make the sun-made oatmeal raisin cookies? All right, so is this where we need to talk about Burple? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we probably should, because uh, in our food episode in the way back, we talked a little bit about the classic juice boxes. We lamented the loss of Ecto Cooler, and we talked a lot about Capri Sun. But uh, we somehow missed Burple, which was brought up by Maybellina when we started talking about soft drinks. And Burple kind of is in between the Capri Suns of the world and like your... Uh, a little barrel-shaped sugar water, quote-unquote, juice things. With the wax huh? top on them that you'd bit off, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Purple. It was, it's it's like, you know, they sell those water bottles now that are like accordion style. You pull them out, you drink. <laughs> but then I've never had purple myself. No? I haven't either. I, I remember seeing it, but I don't know if I ever had one. I remember having it and then all the powder from the juice getting stuck in the accordion bits. Oh, that makes sense. So what's the deal with it? What is it exactly? Well, it's imagine you get a a water bottle, but it's an accordion cell, and when you buy it, it's all compressed. And at the bottom of it is like a juice powder, like you'd get the uh, the old high C uh, ripoff powder things that you'd mix, but it's got like sugar and everything mixed in there. And then you you undo the accordion. Joel, sound effect, please. (laughs) There you go. And then you put the water in, and then you shake it, and then you've got juice, quote unquote. Oh. Yeah. And then you're supposed mm-hmm. to just squeeze it down real fast to drink it, or that's just optional? Well, no, it's, I guess, when you, you drink a little, and then you squeeze it down and drink a little, and then when you're done, you've got, rinse it out, and you've got yourself a cool little water bottle, I guess. Uh, all right. My thing about Capri Suns, I always hated the damn straw, trying to get it into the side. I always went through the bottom. Yeah. I remember we talked about this in the food show, and uh, Pat thought we were crazy stabbing you are crazy. the bottom. No, well, that's that's. I, the I thing. tried it, and, and the problem is you can't set you can't set your Capri Sun anywhere. Right? Who there's needs like, to set down a Capri Sun? There's you like just four drink. ounces. Well, I'm not an animal. I want to like set it down and like you know compose my symphonies and stuff. Exactly. I don't know. I had nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> 
You know what? You know what Sophie does with the Capri Suns when she gets them? We go to uh, hard to tell. Yeah, I know. Who knows? She takes them. Does she stare at them? Yeah. She gives him the Luigi death stare. Uh, no, she um, she drinks the juice, then she folds the she folds it over. And one time, I we went to what what restaurant has them? Uh, Subway. A restaurant? Oh, yeah, Subway yeah. has them for the kids for the kids meal. So I'm I'm driving, give her the sandwich. She's sitting in the back seat, and all of a sudden I hear her like, "Oh, okay, yeah, okay." Like she's talking on the phone. I look over. <laughs> She's taken the Capri Sun and folded it over, has a straw sticking out of the top, and she's bent the bottom so it's like a little cell phone, and she's playing cell phone with the Capri Sun. I'm like, I'm, like, I am, I'm impressed and saddened. We need to get you more friends. That sounds like Sophie. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, does anyone have anything else to say about lunch as adults or as adults looking back at kids' lunches? kids lunch it's no wonder kids are fat because this shit isn't food yeah did, did you, you guys ever... actually see the uh sorry to cut you off there pat right. there was a uh youtube series called freezer burns the where the guy would uh review all of the various frozen foods and uh his oh, final yeah. episode came when he was doing a kid's cuisine and he got halfway through it and was like, I can't do this anymore. We shouldn't be feeding our kids this. Yep. Yeah, he said, this is not food. This is not. Yep, I saw that. Pretty. <sighs> but did, did you see the, um, when um, Jamie Oliver was uh, touring the, the world, showing kids, you know, what, uh, how their food was made and everything. Things. And he said, he, he, and he came to America, made this big deal about how this is the presentation I've given all across the world to all the school children across the world. And it's pretty much gotten them off of uh, chicken nuggets forever. He's like, it's, it's a presentation he does on how mcdonald's makes their chicken nuggets and he's like every every time i do this presentation kids are turned off they never want it again so he he brings in an actual chicken carcass you know um and cuts it up in front of him and he's like showing to him exactly what every piece is you know this is the this is the breast this is the wing this is everything and he takes all the good pieces and he throws them off to the side and he takes all the bones and everything and he's like and this is and and he's like and this is the pieces that are used in dog food and whatever and he takes that and and then he takes all the like the gristle and all the stuff that's left over after that and he's like and this is what mcdonald's makes their chicken nuggets out of it he takes it and he throws it in the food processor and he, he adds ammonia to it and he adds a couple different ingredients you know chemicals that they do and then he just grinds it all up and then he takes them out and he puts them in the you know in the in the shapes that the, that the mcdonald's chicken nuggets come in and he fries them up and he puts them on a plate and he says puts them in front of the kids and he's like and, every, and he's like everywhere around the world i've done this presentation i set the plate down the kids won't touch it he's like and then he, and he shows him and he puts it down in front of the american kids and they're all like oh yeah that, that looks good and they all reach out just grab it start eating it <laughs> Oh. And he's just he's just like you know the amount of disassociation <clears throat> in America between you know like, he's, he's like he, he, as they're sitting there eating he's like he's like you kids watched me make that he's like yeah he's like you know what's in there you know it's just bones and cartilage and gristle and you know very little meat yeah why are you eating it it tastes good yeah yeah mm-hmm. very scary state of affairs yeah. in America I think there feels like there's stuff on my teeth now. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like this, it's chicken gristle. It's like this is weird. Like I didn't even eat chicken nuggets. Wax. Well, they put it in the crackers. <laughs> right. Oh, oh the, man, chicken in a biscuit, man. Ooh. <laughs> is that? Is, I've never had that. Is that actually a thing? They put like yeah, chicken yeah, in, it's wow. a cracker, chicken flavored, yeah. chicken flavored crackers. Yeah. yeah, basically, like Ritz has a butter flavor. Chicken in a biscuit has like a chicken bouillon flavor. Yeah, hmm, it, it ain't bad. It's definitely no chicken stick. Which, Yo, it's no pizza was, in a cup. I remember those. Josh, wasn't that was one of you guys? You see those in yeah. College, go to Seven right? Eleven, get the chicken sticks, and it was yeah, like not me. You didn't get the chicken sticks? Nope. No, no, not me. Then. It tastes like a Butterfinger. 
It was a Butterfinger in stick form, I guess. Oh, I did have that. You talked me into getting one of those ones. Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't bad. It was a Butterfinger. I thought you were talking about like buying like a like one of the chicken on a stick things that's in the rotating whatever's in the Seven Eleven. Oh hell no! I'll eat I'll eat nasty stuff, but I'm not touching that. Yeah, <laughs> I ate a taquito out of there once, and I still don't feel right. Is that what started that like it? Six years ago. That was like six years ago. <laughs> uh, all right, so are we done talking about lunch now? I think we're done talking about lunch, and uh, we've got uh, an event starting next week. We do. We are starting Bat Month. Bum, bum, bum. Four weeks, same bat time, same bat channel, all Batman. Yes, four weeks of nothing but Batman. And uh, not enough Adam West. <laughs> There's never oh boy, enough. here we go. Yeah. So we're going to start from the beginning with the comics. We're going to take a look at a little bit. Uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to make sure we did the Batman character is I don't know how many people know this, but this is the 75th anniversary of Batman. So it's a big year for Batman, and he's the char- sort of character that there's no way we could have just done him justice by doing one show. But four he shows? Now, he, is now, he is now older than Arthur. The Armadillo? No, his, his butler, Arthur. Alfred. Alfred. Damn it. Alfred. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> I fucked up my own joke. Dudley Moore is dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hedge. So Pat's going to start right, so he's old, he's brushing up on Batman now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up my own joke. I apologize. To yourself. Yeah. All righty. All right. So Batman, we're doing the comics. So next week. So I was going to say if you have any suggestions, but then it'll be too late. Yeah, by, the, by the time we start to use your suggestions, it'll probably be well into the Christmas season and we'll be talking about Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so. But if you'd like to comment on this show or any other show, uh, you can always give us a call at 7 7- 708 now wrap that's 708-669-9727 or you can find us on uh, itunes blueberry stitcher and talk shoe and also uh saturday nights if you're up uh vacuuming the house in the nude like i am you can go to geek life radio and hear us at noon on saturdays so noon is saturday night for you potato potato <laughs> <laughs> so but thanks for listening folks for this food episode i'm gonna go brush my teeth because <laughs> a weird f I- Ham is in quotes on this package. Ham is in quotes. <laughs> Should have actually had spam. I like spam. I, what? I ham like spam is it supposed to have two A's? Ham. Ham. <laughs> this is the finest ham you can get. I just thought he was German. <laughs> Gonna wash it down with this milk. <laughs> Now with vitamin R. <laughs> okay, folks. You guys have a good night, and thanks for listening. You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. Do you like penis coladas? Who doesn't? Hitler. That wasn't that funny. It just came out of, it just came out of left it. field. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yes, comedy is timing. <laughs>